0: Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or
1: text GOLD to 65532. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care.
0: Joining us now from New York is a guy who spent 28 years in the House of Representatives, Peter King, representing the South Shore of Long Island. Give me an overview on this, first of all. All right. A lot of people, they don't follow this. Why did Kevin McCarthy get the boot?
2: Well, Bill, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, There's no logical reason at all. Kevin McCarthy was doing the very best he could. He has 221 Republicans, and you need 217 and 218 uh, votes to get anything through the House. And he has to deal with a wide range of uh, members of Congress, uh, people from Long Island, people from upstate New York, as well as people from Mississippi and Alabama. And his job is to uh, unite them as much as they can, as he can, to uh, get uh, legislation passed. And to do that, for instance, to keep the government open, he had a work out a spending bill with the Democrats, which we get enough Republicans, enough Democrats. And he did that. Uh, and so he was accused of collaborating with the uh, with the enemy, with the Democrats. That was the excuse they used, but it was really, he had the support of 96% of the Republicans. There was only eight Republicans went against him, led by Matt Gates. And to me, it was irresponsible. They had no substitute or alternative candidate. And uh, it's the first time in the history of the country that a Speaker of the House has been removed. And you would think there'd be some cause for it, not just disagreeing on whether or not they should have had a bipartisan solution, uh, bipartisan solution to keeping the government open. So right. this was a power play with no, no concern for the consequences.
0: Do you know Gates?
2: I was with him, I guess, for the last four years I was in Congress. Uh, I was there with Gates. Uh, I always considered him to be a flake, to be a strange guy on the outside. And now being away from it, it's hard for me to believe that Matt Gates was the one who uh, brought down a speaker of the, of the House of Representatives for the first time in history. I mean, he's not a serious player, sort of a gadfly. He loves getting attention. And uh, I didn't know anyone who was really close to him down in Congress. He was one of those guys sitting, you know, sitting in the back of the room uh, telling jokes. That's that's my impression of uh, Matt Well, Gaetz. he
0: says, and the other seven that went along with him. Is that conservative republicans are demanding fiscal responsibility mm-hmm. and to make a deal with the other party the democrats who obviously are not responsible fiscally mm-hmm. is a sellout that's gates's position is there any validity to that
2: no there not is i'll tell you why listen if, if kevin mccarthy had a republican senate and a republican president then they could make uh, much more progress than they did the fact is that the uh, Democrats control the White House, uh, they control the Senate, and uh, Kevin McCarthy, to me, was making the best deals that he could. They were incremental, but he was making steady progress. And uh, if, if it was such a difference having Kevin there, rather than having a Democratic speaker, was he, he was able to block a lot of Democratic legislation, and using that, he was able to make some some progress on you know different spending bills. He was able to get a, 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 a border security bill through the House, uh, he got some inside crime legislation through the House. The reality is that the Democrats control almost all the levers of uh, government, the Senate, the White yeah. House, and they're within four, four but members says, of look, the we House. Sh-
0: Gates says, well, then we should blow everything up. If they have that power, we should just blow it up, shut it down. And that's his
2: posture, correct? It is, and it's totally irresponsible. I and mean, there's right. a real role, whether people like the Congress or not, it has a why role didn't... to play and now we see it with israel we have to be voting on aid aid measures for israel among other things
0: all right three republicans on long island where we are voted against jim jordan why
2: uh the main reason would be that he has shown a real antipathy to new york he voted against 9 11 healthcare legislation he voted against aids to sandy and uh, also uh some of the tactics that we use indicated that he may be leaning too much toward the matt gates wing of the party for instance the uh, threatening phone calls started coming in once jordan became the nominee and uh, there there's was a strong feeling that more could have been done to stop that there was none of that uh, uh with mccarthy none of that with scalise but suddenly with jordan they were getting uh politically threatening phone calls which was one thing but also physically threatening Did- phone calls and somebody turned that on the support, did the election uh, have
0: anything to do with that that uh, jordan uh voted to decertify the
2: electoral count did that have anything to do with it it certainly did uh with some republicans and you know, including the ones on uh, long island where uh you know it's more of a blue collar conservative attitude rather than this uh holy the now and uh, even though uh, trump actually did uh, even in twenty twenty he carried Suffolk, almost carried Nassau. He carried both of them in twenty sixteen. But this uh, uh Long Island does not believe that the election was stolen. They think there were okay. probably irregularities. Well, why did the guy uh, from Louisiana lose? Steve Scalise, he was considered uh too too close to McCarthy, I believe. That's the way I as I said okay. he was considered part of the uh so, so now,
0: now it's nine guys want it. Give me a quick prediction on what you think is going to happen. Quick.
2: Okay. I think the best would be Tom Emmer, who's right now the whip. He's from Minnesota. He's a solid Republican, understands you got to bring people together. Uh, But Trump is against him. So that could be uh, enough to keep him out. Other than that, Bill, I have no idea where this is going. I talk to people in Congress all the time. No one sees an end to this, which is really tragic.
0: It certainly is. Not good for the country. Peter King, thanks very much. We really appreciate your time today.
3: You're listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office
0: Joining us now from New Jersey is Dr. John Shane. He's a professor at the John Jay College of Criminal Justice, 15 years there. And then before that, he was a captain in the Newark, New Jersey Police Department, uh, where he spent 20 years. Now, Newark, New Jersey is is an epicenter for narcotics use um, and always has been. Poverty level there is high. So, doctor, I, I submit to you that in order to drive down public disorder and in order to get crime under control in the urban centers, you've got to be tougher on narcotics importation and drug use. Am I
1: wrong? No, I think you have some valid points. Importation, trafficking, are some of the most uh, pernicious things that can happen at a local level. The reality is that the federal government, unfortunately, ha- has a very limited role in controlling local issues. I agree 100% that they have to do things at the border, um, and not not just the southern border, but the northern border as well. We see what's going on. Sure, at all, all border. The border New Hampshire. Well, let let yeah, me 100%. let me ask you specifically:
0: When you saw in the first year of the Biden administration, that there was an essentially open border with record amounts of fentanyl, heroin, cocaine, and methamphetamine coming across. Wouldn't a guy like you, a professor at John Jay, all right, say, maybe we should close that border and make it harder for the cartels to get drugs in here? Isn't that a logical progression?
1: Not, not only that, that's something I study. It's called situational crime prevention, and the whole idea behind it is blocking opportunities for crime to occur. Okay. And we know that hardening targets and those sorts of things relate directly. But to But the what Biden target.
0: administration has not done it after three
1: years. Nothing. Well, Bill, the the the, the politics um, are rearing its ugly head. He he has an ulterior motive, and he's what, not do, interested. What do you think that is? I I think that is um, allowing allowing a, a certain level of disorder at the local level to occur, and then coming in and trying to use government as the savior once they're here and creating another class of addicted people and that is addicted to government um operations
0: all right you think that uh, that they they're doing this almost intentionally so they can ride into the rescue there is no rescue now you know and i know that local police departments like newark depend on block grants from the federal government all right correct everyone so Really, the feds have a lot of power in state and local decisions. They can cut off those grants. For example, in Philadelphia, right. all right, where you have a DA, Krasner, who won't just simply will not charge crime, criminals or crimes. And if they're addicted to drugs, they walk. OK, well, That's you go right. to a drug treatment or you do this. Oh, you beat up the old lady and you took all her money. That's OK. You're not going to do any time. You'll go to some phony drug rehab thing, not even inpatient, outpatient. You take your heroin and then you go on in for an hour. That's okay. Old ladies in the hospital, traumatized, life will never be the same. This is so outrageous if people understood how many innocent United States citizens are harmed by drug addicts. And the drug addicts don't pay any price.
1: The people you're talking about, Bill... The prosecutors and um, and their and their associates are an extension of exactly what's going on with the White House administration. There's there's no commitment to the certainty of punishment. Now, we've known for a long time in the research community that the certainty of punishment as opposed to the severity of punishment is deterrent to criminal behavior. There has to be some element of certainty. The idea, which is what the NSA was getting at when they talked about changing uh, behavior, this idea that it's almost certain I'm going to be punished if I get caught, and then fortifying police departments with the ability to actually catch people, and once they do, that there's a certainty of apprehension and there's a certainty of punishment. Those things are are lacking. The progressive
0: movement, and I'm sure you see it in John Jay, okay, the progressive movement throws that out, saying that if you do that, you're racist, because most criminals are people of color. So therefore, they shouldn't be punished, because society made them take the heroin, all right, and sell the fentanyl on the street, we're
1: going to leave them alone. That's the mindset, correct? That that is that is correct. There's a lot of that and that is the overwhelming post George Floyd sentiment. Um the it seems that the entire criminal justice system is is taking a beating over the actions of a rogue police officer in one city. That that's just should not have happened. They uh, absolutely
0: seized upon that, there's no doubt. Now, I wrote a paper when I was at Harvard on Singapore. I traveled to Singapore. They have no drug problem there. They have no um, social disorder in Singapore. It is a fascist country, okay? That has to be stated. But their basic law is this. If you are addicted to drugs and they can drug test you on the spot, They don't need a warrant or anything like that, okay? You go to mandatory rehab, inpatient rehab. They have camps. Not many anymore because there aren't drug addicts in Singapore. They all went to Malaysia, which lets you do what you want. Okay, can you see that ever happening in the United States where if you are caught in a commission of a crime, you have drugs in your system, you've got to go to mandatory
1: rehab. You're off the street. The market collapses. I can see that as a as a consequence of conviction yes I can't see it as as an intrusion upon liberty at the behest of a police officer at the scene of something upon conviction yeah I can I can see that um, okay All and right,
0: let, I would I agree with you I would not you have to have a presumption of innocence but the conviction all right yeah. means in addition to serving your sentence whatever it may be okay you gotta go out because they're not gonna. I mean, in New York, and you know this, you can you can you can hurt severely hurt a person, all right? Trying to mug them or, or take whatever they want, stabbing, even stabbing them. You're not gonna do time. You're not gonna do time. It's insane. Well, didn't we see that last um, word?
1: Last didn't word. didn't we see that with the uh, the bodega uh, homicide? Yeah, yeah. Where the man was held. It's a classic example of, of that sort of thing, where the victim was was the one that was charged with the crime. I, it can't happen. Um, it cannot continue to happen. And and the unfortunate side before uh, there is any reform is that you're going to see more victims pile up. You um, bet. And, and then there'll be change.
0: And at the top of that food chain is Joe Biden who does not care, in my opinion. Doctor, good discussion. Thanks very much. We really appreciate it.
3: This is the No Spin News Weekend Edition.
4: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: No purchase necessary Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: So I want a guy who uh, give me a perspective on a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, fortunately, we have forged a nice relationship with Senator Ron Johnson from uh, Wisconsin, swing state. And he joins us now uh, from Washington. He is a permanent, he's a member, a ranking member on the Senate Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations, which is, of course, you know, the Bidens and their finances. First of all, reaction to the new House Speaker.
6: Well, oh, Bill, well, I'm glad they do have a speaker now. Uh, I-, I figured they eventually sorted it out. It uh, took a little while, but uh, now they have a speaker. Uh, I would say the problems in the House really have not set us back at all because, you know, we're, we're still uh, here, you know, fiddling like Nero as Rowan Burns here in the Senate. We're not exactly the rocket docket. So we're not passing anything. We're barely voting on on a minibus appropriation bill, starting to vote on some amendments. So again, it was it was messy. Uh, It was was somewhat unfortunate, but it looks like they found a consensus pick. And I'm looking forward to uh, working with the new speaker to start addressing the very serious challenges facing this nation. All right. He's not your little brother or anything, right? Do you know him at all? Do you know him? No, I haven't haven't worked with uh, the speaker. Uh, I've seen him Do questioning and hearing. Seems very intelligent, very articulate. Uh, Obviously, he was consensus picked by the House. So I've I've got confidence in my uh, Republican uh, colleagues in the House who have picked a good good man. Okay.
0: Um, one of the first things are going to come up is the spending to keep the government open. The same old merry-go-round that you guys are always on every two or three months. Israel, Biden wants to give Israel an enormous amount of money. Would you vote yes for that?
6: Well, right now, the, the debate is, do we do this as a big package where we include you know, three or four different elements? Uh, I think it's pretty strong consensus within our conference, the Republican conference, to treat Israel separately. Uh, there's strong bipartisan support. It would pass almost overwhelmingly, almost unanimously in the Senate, probably in the House as well. You know, we don't know where this thing is going. You know, if it's strictly... Uh, limited to Gaza, there's a certain level of uh, support that you need to provide Israel. If if there's a northern front that opens up with Hezbollah, you know it really it's uh, Katie bar the door. Uh, we're seeing uh, drone attacks on U.S. Uh, you know, bases where U.S. personnel are. We just got word from the administration some U.S. Uh, service members were uh, injured, you know, fortunately slightly injured. They're they're all back on duty apparently uh, in a drone attack, I believe, in a Syrian base. So we don't know what's going to happen when you know Israel finally starts the ground attack into uh, into Gaza. No, nobody
0: knows. But you be doing something
6: completely different here.
0: You're generally favorable to funding uh, Israel and giving them American taxpayer dollars so they can defend
6: themselves. Would that be inaccurate? I, uh, yes, I, I think the vast majority of members of Congress are Democrat and Republican. Okay. But and I but wouldn't so just let's be not fair. mess it up with the controversial items. All right, now
0: Ukraine, um, if. The United States were to stop funding it, Putin would win, uh, because the only thing keeping Putin at bay are American weapons and money flowing into that country, which is historically corrupt,
6: as you know. Um, what about Ukraine? Well, whether you agree or disagree with more support for Ukraine, it's it's more controversial, and certainly there are an awful lot of uh, Americans who are wondering why biden is more concerned about ukraine's border than our own southern border so this might be an opportunity when you have now Hamas the congress, two d- days of rage the, the potential of uh, terrorists coming across the southern border you know there will be a big effort to attach true border security to any uh, aid package to ukraine i think most yeah. americans most members of congress highly sy- sympathetic with the people the courageous people of ukraine uh, but we're also very sympathetic with americans the drug trafficking the yeah, everybody knows the problem.
0: Right. Now, the polls show that the vast majority of Americans, 70%, um, don't want the open border. They think this migrant uh, invasion is bad for the country. Yet Biden won't do anything to stop it. So, the prevailing wisdom on the right is that Biden's a captive to the far left progressive money men, all right, that fund his campaign. And I I don't know whether you saw it, but we laid that out last week. Jeffrey Katzenberg is in charge of all the fundraising. He's a big Hollywood mogul. Soros is pumping money in there. A whole bunch of other, Steve Jobs' widow, massive amounts of money going into the Biden campaign. So Biden's not going to do anything to alienate that far left money.
6: That's why he's ignoring the border totally. Do you buy that? I don't know what his motives, but he's absolutely for an open border and his Democrat uh, uh, henchmen in the Senate and the House are completely backing him up. Uh, So we need to secure our border. Uh, As I said, when Hamas is calling for days of rage, 1.7 million known gotaways. We don't know who these people are, but you think there might be a terrorist or two included in that. So uh, what Biden has asked for in in his supplemental package is something like $13 billion for what they call border security it's not border security it's going to actually increase illegal yeah to get more people in and more rapid dispersion right yeah you yeah. know it's a joke so this will be the one opportunity where where we can withhold cloture on the overall package split out support for israel uh, and demand a real debate and real border security being passed all right so let me just recoup it's a
0: little complicated one, Israel should be a part because that is an ongoing, urgent situation to protect the Israeli people. You support the American dollar going over there to help that. Two, Ukraine and the border should be tied in. If you're going to uh, continue funding Ukraine, then the Biden administration has to seal up the border. Do I have it right?
6: Yeah, and again, that's the only way we're going to get real No, I, I agree. Truth. I
0: mean, the guy is... I, I don't know how anybody could vote for Joe Biden. And I mean that in a non-ideological way. I mean, the man is just unbelievable. I'm coming at it from a historian's point of view. I know how these presidents perform. All right, final thing is you are Bill,
6: Bill, let, let, let me just add, there are ways of tying this with metrics. So you can, you if, if if Ukraine needs funding sooner, we can start doing it in tranches based on metrics of actually securing the border. W- you know, watching the number of illegals come down, watching him implement return to Mexico, watching him, uh, you know, or demanding that he inc- institute a, a much higher standard. than Incredible fear. So there's there's ways of doing this intelligently. Sure. Trump did it. I mean, he did it.
0: Oh yeah. it in Mexico. You know how to do it. Yeah. I mean, he did it. Okay. Final question, subcommittee on investigations. You're on that committee. Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. All right. So we had a little bit of a headline that Jim Biden wrote a check to his brother, Joe Biden, for $200,000 uh, soon after Joe Biden left the vice presidency. But now we hear that was a repayment of a loan, which wouldn't be a smoking gun. So if Joe lent Jim two hundred k and then Jim's just paying it back, that's not illegal. However, this has been shrouded now, the Hunter Biden thing, by the chaos in the House. Can you give my audience tonight any semblance of where this investigation
6: is heading? Well, first of all, Joe Biden should show the loan document between himself and his brother. You know, Loaning somebody 20 bucks is different than 200,000. Uh, so you know, the, the House has to subpoena, and they are subpoenaing, all of the Biden family bank records. You know, Senator Grass and I, we, we showed the money flowing in from so- foreign sources into the labyrinth of companies designed to money launder under Hunter Biden. But we didn't have the subpoena power at the time, didn't have the time to, you know, track down all of the other bank accounts for the Biden's. So where it went into. Where does Joe have his bank accounts? I mean, all in right, America. So this this is island, so that's the real.
0: And you feel, because last time you are on a program, you said it's not going to end well for President Biden. You still believe
6: that? Oh, I, I don't think so. I mean, we're, J- James Comer, uh, they're doing a great job of filling in the, the, the puzzle pieces, and it just looks more, so, and, more okay. and more corrupt. Uh,
0: one thing, and I mentioned this to you in the summer when we spoke um, yesterday, the U.S. attorney in California, Estrada, testified in front of Jordan's committee, but it was secret behind closed doors. Still haven't gotten anything there. If you get something and you want to tell my audience, I'm happy to have you. Okay, I'd love to know what that is. But more importantly, in my independent investigation, is um, Graves, the U.S. attorney in D.C., who refused to cooperate with Weiss in Delaware, as did Estrada. They refused to cooperate. No matter what Merrick Garland says, he's not telling the truth. Those two men would not cooperate. Graves' wife, Fatima Graves, has visited the White House 28 times. Her husband sits a few doors down in the Justice Department from Merrick Garland. So, I mean, I'd like to hear why Fatima is in that White House 28 times. I don't know about you, but I, I would really like to when her husband's up through his neck in this
6: kind of th- investigation. It's a very small, corrupt world within the Democratic elites. And I mean, l- l- let's face it, the fact of the matter that. These individuals, working collectively and in, in harmony, allowed the statute of limitations to expire on the most serious tax evasion charges. You know, Chairman Wyden is always talking about wealthy tax cheats. Well, they've, they've got uh, the son of their, their president president, their party, a wealthy tax cheat. and now we're finding out that uh, again, they're getting supposedly loans from a rich yeah. lawyer it's to pay to pay off the. Again, it's just corrupt. It's obviously corrupt. It's just not obvious to the mainstream media.
0: But the big one is, did President Biden derive money from his son's grifting? That's it. Senator Johnson, thanks very much. We look forward to talking to you again soon.
3: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family Here's a gem from the No Spin News Vault.
0: Let's bring in Peter Schweitzer, Tallahassee, Florida. Now, Mr. Schweitzer, as I mentioned, is a genuine reporter, okay, Uh, a fact-based guy. His uh, latest book, Secret Empires, How the American Political Class Hides Corruption, Enriches Family and Friends, out in paperback. Now, well worth reading. All right, first of all, from my uh, monologue, did I make any factual errors that you picked up on, Peter?
5: No, I think you're right, uh, Bill. And I think, you know, the big question that nobody wants to talk about lurking in this, this relates to the Biden's activity, it relates to President Trump's phone call, is, you know, we've had a couple of decades now where high-ranking politicians, frankly, from both political parties, have gone to countries like Ukraine, uh, Kazakhstan, and elsewhere. These are countries that are highly corrupt. They have a lot of money, a lot of natural resources, and they've cashed in. And there's never been any accounting. And my point is, you know, Joe Biden and his son's big deal in Ukraine occurred while Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. So it is certainly relevant to his official conduct. When is that going to be investigated? Uh, Is it ever going to be investigated? It's not going to happen by a mid-ranking Department of Justice official reaching out to Ukrainians and asking for it. It's got to come from the highest levels of Washington. And the fact that the president of the United States uh, said, you know, I'd like you, Ukrainian authorities, to cooperate with my attorney general uh, to look into this, to find out what happened uh, is completely legitimate. Um, and I think it's the sort of thing that, that needs to happen from time to time. or else there's no accountability. Remember, Bill, we were told in 2017, you can't investigate Hillary Clinton because she's never going to run for office again. Now we're being told you can't investigate uh, Joe Biden because he is running for office. My question is, when can you investigate anybody at a senior level with that kind of um, constraint being placed on investigating, particularly liberal Democrats?
0: All right, but if nefarious conduct is spotlighted uh, by Joe Biden, that helps Donald Trump in his reelection. So is there any validity to the accusation that Trump is only doing this so he can diminish Biden and win reelection?
5: Well, I, I don't, you know, it's always hard to look into somebody's heart and soul and know why they did something. There were probably multiple motivations. Uh, but I think if you look at that phone call, um, you know, some people on the left have said, well, you know, Trump is u- using coded language to send a message to Ukrainians. I mean, anybody who's followed Donald Trump's political career for five minutes knows the man does not speak in coded yeah, language. Know, it's so absurd.
0: <laughs> and that's why I mentioned the United States of Trump, because this portion, the Trump's, uh, you know, anger is well spelled out against Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Joe Biden. Now, Hunter Biden, as a private American citizen, even though his father's vice president, has a right to make money wherever he wants to make money, even if it's a corrupt bargain. And obviously, being hired by a Ukrainian energy company when they have no energy experience is shady. And so is the China situation that you investigated. But I don't think there's anything illegal in that. Is there?
5: Uh, Right now, we don't have direct evidence of illegality. Uh, It certainly is corrupt. A lot of corrupt things uh, are legal. Uh, But my point has been, Bill, that, uh, look, it needs to be investigated. I mean, think about the two standards here. We're being told in the case of Donald Trump, um, we don't know that any laws were broken uh, with this phone call, but we've got to investigate and determine whether something illegal happens. But in the case of the Bidens, we're told you have no evidence of illegality, so it's a non-scandal. I think what drives people nuts, and you talk about this regularly, Bill, is the fact that there are two sets of standards when it comes to justice investigation in Washington DC. My point is, it is absolutely illegal if Hunter Biden cashed in in two countries while his father was point person for US policy in those countries and there were favors exchanged. We know that, that Hunter Biden was being paid a lot of money for jobs that he had no expertise in. So we know he's not being paid for his expertise. The question, Bill, is what is he being paid for? They're paying well, him for you know something. know
0: what it is. Right. I don't think you're ever gonna get a crime, but certainly unethical. Um the final question I have for you, Peter, is this. We live in a country now where the national press is not honest. Would you see that?
5: Yes, absolutely. There, okay. there are some very good individual reporters, but as a system and by and large correct. You're absolutely right.
0: All right, run by six companies, control ninety percent of the information flow nationally. The American people, then, are in a shadow. They don't get unless they read your book and they listen or read my book and listen to my podcast and follow you, they don't get really what the what's happening. And this to me is so dangerous because we could lose traditional America. It's very possible if this continues, last word.
5: I I think you're exactly right, Bill. I mean, what I've done in my career is I followed the money, so we lay out How much hunter biden got paid when he got paid what his father was doing Uh, we also look at republicans in my book Uh, and the simple fact of the matter is the vast majority of media there are a few exceptions but they're rare the vast majority of the media is just not interested they want to be cozy they want to have their relationships in washington they want to get their leaks So they don't want to investigate or expose what people in the political establishment are doing. And it's a tragedy. Uh, I I have enough faith in the American people uh, that they're going to seek out alternative sources of information. But the media makes it very, very hard to do so. Yeah,
0: they're not seeking the truth. So the book uh, is Secret Empires out in paper. Everybody can afford it. Peter, thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it.
3: Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com.
4: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.